Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, look at that. Lucky you. It's another edition of Coach Speak, and we get to have a lot of fun along the way. That's a good thing. And by the way, we want to welcome aboard. See, this show's growing so fast, gentlemen, that we've already got a sponsor, Artesia Water Company. Thank you very much, ArtesiaWater.com. We'll tell you more about them in a moment, but good on you, Artesia. Smart move, jumping on board, the most popular and fastest growing show on the internet. And that is Coach Speak. By the way, that's documented, guys. Fastest growing show on the internet. You can do the research if you'd like. Yeah. You can burden yourself with that task, but I'm here we'll to just believe us. Just verified. take Jeff's word for it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's verifiable. Uh, more coaches, more puzzling comments, more games played, more celebration of said comments. Let's dive right in. Ben, our esteemed producer, what do you have for us today? And who is the leadoff hitter? Well, I know you guys have been uh, eager to discuss Miami head coach Mario <laughs> Cristobal. America has been ready for you guys to discuss. Miami head coach Mario Cristobal. I'm sure everyone knows uh, Miami had a chance to beat Georgia Tech. Uh, All they needed to do was just take a knee. Uh, They decided, though, that they wanted to get their running back to 100 yards. He fumbled. Georgia Tech then goes two plays and 75 yards to win. I've started. It was going to be at 157, you know, and um, we could burn about 127 off, and then it was recalibrated. Um, I should have taken the timeout right there at the end. Thought he could get the first down, and you know, we talked about two hands on the ball, but that's not good enough. Just told him to take an E in. That's it. Fumbled the ball at 25, and they went 75 yards in two plays. So, no excuse. All right, just, just for clarification, it was third and 10. So you're saying you guys could have got the first down. Is that what you did? What's that? It was third and 10 on the fumble play. Is that what you're saying that you could have got the first down? Is that why you guys did it? Go ahead and take a knee on that yeah, play. We should have taken a knee. Okay, so this is beautiful on a lot of levels, guys. And the reason I want to bring this up is bravo who whoever that whoever that reporter is. Right. Who saw through the mumbo jumbo nonsense that Mario Cristobal was throwing out. Hey there. man, they're trying they might have recalibrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right off the bat, he calls he's calling BS. That's not a question. That's a nice way of saying BS. And then Cristobal realizes it. And he's like, okay, I'm already digging a hole. Let me just say, you got, me. You got me. You got me. You got me. But do you like the way, guys, that he rolled his player under the bus? Yeah, man. The whole thing, I still, I'm still mad about it. And I don't. Nobody here is cheering for Miami necessarily. I don't care about the Miami Hurricanes football program. I'm mad for their players. I'm mad for that kid. Uh, sad and mad. Um, and I. How could you just stand there? What what do you have to recalibrate, Ira? What has to be – has he never been in a game where they won before? Has he never been in a game where they had a lead late and the game was over? Like, I don't under – it would be like – it would be like uh, their their basketball coach, who I'm blanking on right now, who's been there Larinaga. for 20 years. Larinaga, with a 15-point lead with 20 seconds left, just chucking up shots and pressing and fouling. Right. And fouling the other team to get him back in the games, like, hey, not, we had to re- we had to recalibrate. 
No, being up by four points That's and rushing it down and yeah. throwing up a layoff off the backboard yeah. Yeah. and then them running back the other way. I mean, it's it's the whole thing about the timeout and the recalibration. And No, man, you just had to say kneel on the ball or call the victory formation play that you should have. And then the great thing is he comes back two days later, and this is what we've, we've seen. You know, We've only done, I don't know, six or seven of these shows yet now, but we've already had this conversation about a couple other coaches where they come after the game and just come up with the most outlandish, nonsensical explanations that make no sense. Nobody's going to buy it. Their wives wouldn't buy it. And then, then Monday, it's like, okay, all right, I'm going to come clean. We yeah, should have called. You, you, you guys got me. Because that's what he did on Monday. And Monday's like, yeah, there's no excuse. We, so, we by, so, by the way, I believe there's an opportunity for one of the three of us or people all over the country who are good at this sort of thing, I would argue the three of us are very good, as are many football fans, very astute, of understanding time, score, timeout situation. We watch coaches all over the country blunder it, not to this extent, but blunder it in a way that is dumbfounding. It's, it's, it's absolutely hard to imagine. But here's the deal. Create a position where the guy's only job is to sit back and observe the last couple of minutes of a game and if he witnesses a coach doing something as catastrophically stupid as this, to be whisked into the behind-the-scenes moment before you hit the dais to say, don't go out there and say what I think you're going to say, which is something that's a complete lie, and you're going to look even dumber. Here's what we're going to do, coach. Swallow our pride. It's my fault. No excuses. Next question. I think I have a better suggestion, Jeff. How about take that same person and just put them on a headset with 50 seconds left? And say, hey, idiot, take a <laughs> knee. We have won the game. The game is over. I don't... It'd be great if every coach had somebody like that. We're going to see some others, I'm sure, in the rest of this uh, the rest of this show, where if they just hired somebody, I don't know, man, it's a part-time job, $31,000. Texas A&M job. can afford to hire somebody for $31,000 to work 13 Saturdays a year and make sure their coach – like Miami doesn't do outlandishly stupid things. It's the easiest thing in the world. And and you could call it the idiot proof guy and his headset would say idiot proof. And he's yeah. just sitting there and then he's like, oh, 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 give me the idiot proof. And he puts them on real quick. And he's like, oh, 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 we've got a dumbass moment coming up here, coach. Let's avoid that. Here we go. It's take a knee. Take a knee. Maybe something like disaster control. He could be <laughs> oh, disaster, that's better. disaster yeah. control. But also, but, but the all timer, well, the two things about this, one is, the, the the bringing up the two hands on the ball. I mean, like, mm. dude, that is the lowest, worst, disgusting thing you could say. That's why I yeah. said you guys like the way he rolled his player. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's beyond just excusing for yourself. Now it's trying to put it on a kid. That kid should be out the door. Yeah. And and the other thing, that, and we talked about a little bit on Seminole Headlines on Tuesday, the, the last play doesn't get any discussion. But the fact that you're near midfield and you have one of the top quarterbacks in the country and don't just try to throw a Hail Mary, but instead run the triple six reverse yeah, double pass nonsense playground thing that like that's that's part of the disgusting final yeah. minute. of Every that time game. you bring that up, Ira, and you say every time you bring that up, Ira, and you say the last play and then one of the best quarterbacks in the country, I keep thinking, man, Haynes King isn't that good. I keep thinking you're talking about Georgia no. Tech's last play, not the, the play to end the game. What was funny about the, the broadcast, because Hasselbeck, and we're still not clear which one it is, matter Tim, <laughs> whoever's on the broadcast, it's he said, he, he's, he's trying to be polite as he's criticizing. And he's like, look, I don't know what the chart says, 
he, he, he brings up the chart as like a two-point chart. Like, I don't know what the chart says or analytics say. And I'm like, you know, there's no chart that has ever been written that said 33 seconds left, other team has no timeout. Run Snap and hand the ball off. Well, he, he did say, because he does know, and he wants you to know that he knows, yeah. you don't have to do this. Yes, correct. Quote unquote. You, you don't, don't have, have to do this. this. Yeah. This was, by the way, for, for the people at home, this was almost our first called emergency coach. We, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was a almost, red alert. We yeah. almost had to hop on that night and do a special edition, but we I didn't. I would have been spirited. I'd had a few beers. We should have done it. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I was watching with a cold one in my hand. I would have been ready to go. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. Yeah. All right, Ben. I'm going to move on from this one, but it's an all-timer, and we have to have it at the ready whenever we need some fun. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, when you're playing Madden with your friends and you have a lead and your friend's like, come on, bro, give me a chance. Just throw it. Right, throw right, it one right. more time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what Mario is doing. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe nice, he, likes, he likes Georgia Tech. Uh, this is an interesting one for me because I know you guys have been in a lot of press conferences, uh, so I'm interested. You know, this is a, a thing that's gained a lot of traction on Twitter because of the question and obviously James Franklin's response. But mm. I'm wondering from your all's perspectives, was this a bad question uh, and, or, or was it just handled poorly? Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. There are a balance, though, between, hey, we need you to throw the ball deep no matter. Just take a shot. Don't Don't overthink it. Take a shot. We need to see it. We're going to call it. And, and we need you to get some confidence in doing this as opposed to even giving a young quarterback the chance to say, hey, just check it down if, if, if it's not there. I, I don't really understand what you're saying because we would never. Like, I'm like, my skin is curling when you say just drop back and chuck it deep no matter what. Like, like that is like... I don't even know what you're. I don't know what you're saying. It's like you're speaking, like from Just Mars. Just send a guy in a post pattern. Take the shot. Throw it. No matter your, what. Give your receiver a chance to make a play on a ball, uh, even if he might be covered thirty yards down the field. Maybe you think he'll be open forty-five yards down the field, and and like Godwin did, or with Jahan or KJ. We you, we've you, we like like I still don't like you're speaking Japanese like. Like, ours. We, we have never done that. Just throw the ball up and maybe he'll be open and maybe he'll catch. Like, my skin is like, like, my, I'm, my, I'm, like I, you're making me uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, we, we, we would not do that. We would never do that. We've never thought about doing that as a head coach, as an offensive coordinator, as a receivers coach. I coached the receivers. I didn't want them to do that. Um, so no, no, strong, no, <laughs> like, yeah, no, uh, oh, I'm hoping boy. we can cut this out. So this doesn't even like get out into the universe <laughs> for, for you. I'm worried oh about you God. reporter. Ellis. So, all right. That's ruthless. So, so here's the thing. He was, he's Ira, he's this close to saying we're all dumber. For yeah, for you for having experienced these last 90 seconds. He, yeah. he is. And the problem for the, here's the thing I do feel a little bit of sympathy for the guy that asked the question, the young man that asked the question. I think what he was trying to get at, and I think we all can figure out what he's trying to get at, is look, man, your your quarterback just checks down all day. Can you ever just, just give it a shot? See yeah. what happens. See what this vertical passing game could be because it might help this offense overall. I think that's what he's trying to get at. The problem is. The way he phrased it led to James Franklin mocking him, and then he kept going on. Like, oh, dude, yeah. pull the cord, hop out of the – abort, abort. 
you do not need to keep going and just saying the same thing over and over. And I feel bad for the guy because he's getting murdered on social Corey media. And Ira, I want to ask you a question. Had the young man had the cool, calm, and collective approach of saying, Coach, how do we integrate the vertical passing game into this offense? You're having a lot of success doing a lot of things right now. We're not hitting a lot of big plays down the field. Does that work, guys? Yeah, Ari, uh, yes, absolutely. And that you'd get the answer you want, I think, maybe. Um, or or you could say, um, look, what dictates when he throws the ball deep? Does somebody have to be open open? Do they have to be three yards past the guy on a deep route? Is that their first read? Is it is it the first read a lot and it's just not open immediately? You got to throw it back to them, right? You got to yes. make them explain their offense. Like what could happen to make that more not – and I, and I, you know, look, we've all watched offenses where it's it's pretty boring, just check down, check down. Now, Penn State's undefeated and like fifth in the country, so they're doing some things right, clearly. We might, but be, I think, we might be some picking nits. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He wanted something to talk about It's or write about. It's the vertical passing game. But I, I get what he's saying. I get how you'd want to know is if there's a time if it's man-to-man outside and your guy's just running a go, sure. he's not going to be seven yards open. So what dictates him throwing the ball there? But I also haven't watched enough Penn State to I've know watched. if they're just not doing it at I, all. But I think, and again, this is just, again, we're older dudes that have been doing this for a long time. And I don't know if James Franklin will entertain you for two seconds off the podium or not, but it feels like something maybe that would be better off to just say, hey, man, can I ask you a question? Like, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah. He, could you ever just tell him, man, give it a shot. Just take a shot yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, and he that, might have that discussion. Say, well, no, maybe right. not quite like that, but I understand your point. Right. Like, so the, the thing of it is, is you can tell somebody, you can ask the question, guys, we're seeing eight and nine box men in the box. They don't respect that we're ever going to throw the ball down the field. Coach, how do you, how do you get these guys out of the box? How do you get this loaded box to loosen up? And, you know, that's the question. He wants to know why, how, how you do that. It's, I guess, or he wants to just throw but, it up. But, but know, the, he, he <laughs> make that very clear. I don't think he just wants to throw no, it up. And that's, that's the only thing that's unfortunate is – Franklin clowns him to a point where he's saying something he's not really trying to say. I don't think he yeah. was trying to say, right. man, just, just yeah. take the snap and just chuck it without looking. But I understand where Franklin's point is like, man, like the what you're asking, the way you're asking is ridiculous. The problem was, again, man, the, the kid just, where Double was it going to go? Like if he said it a third time, was Franklin going to be like, oh, okay, I got it now. This is what. You know, you know what he should do to save face? This week after the game, no matter the result, he should say, coach, have you ever thought about having your quarterback run back and spin around three or four times and then throw it as far as he can in the air and just see? No, I, I think he should. He, he, I don't know. So that's gone viral on Twitter. So I'm sure oh that reporter gosh. is not. That's not been a great couple of. He days actually. He actually. Tw- he actually tweeted last night that he's been, people have been basically telling him to to drown himself. Oh, you well, know? Geez, I mean, that's you know, I look, man, because this is what yeah. we do on social media. People yeah. are. He's well, the fresh that's, meat of the day. So maybe that's why Franklin was like, let's cut this and nobody right. can see it. And instead it became a, a pair of viral since that's tough for that kid. That's and I've never problem. heard a coach say, you're making my skin crawl. Just you, this question makes my skin crawl. He All of it. Make my skin curl. Curl. I think, which yeah, is I think, a, he, meant, yes. I think he meant crawl. Yeah, and then curl he, is different. Yeah. But then later he said, uh, you're making me uncomfortable. You're making me uncomfortable, which was time. incredible. That's it an incredible like, quote. It was like he's being hit on. Yeah, yeah, this is making me uncomfortable, man. I'm I'm married. 
You're making he also up. said he was from Mars and Japan, and yeah. speaking Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, one of those bilingual bilingual Martians. <laughs> he speaks Martian and Japanese. Next time uh, you offend me or make me nervous, Corey, with your line of question, I'm going to say my skin's beginning to curl. I'm curling. I'm curling I'm, my, I'm, skin. my skin. Curling, everybody. Stop it. That reporter should have come back at him. What do you mean your skin is curling? That's not even a thing, yeah. idiot. Yeah. Uh, next, I'm going to ask you about tap dancing. Throw uh, the ball ben. deep. And what do we got for uh, clip number three? I, I'm eager to hear your all's thoughts on this one. Uh, 51 to 13, Georgia beats Kentucky. Mm. Mark Stoops and his coach's show had some interesting comments for Big Blue Nation. And, uh, you know, fans have that right. Mark's chilling. I used to encourage him to donate yeah. more because that's what those teams are doing. And, and, uh, in uh yeah, I could promise you in Georgia they they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. And uh we could use some help. That's what they look like. You know what I mean? When you have eighty five of them. So so uh, uh I encourage uh anybody that's disgruntled to, to pony up some more. So these two gentlemen I'm sure have sleep apnea. Oh, you're just making that yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that that is yeah. an accurate assessment. Number two He's right. Yeah. He's 100% right. Well, well, but this is an interesting debate though, man. Like, so, so for a little bit of background for people that didn't watch this or haven't paid attention. So the question, I think it's his coach's show. And one of the callers was saying like, Hey man, why can't we compete with Georgia? We just got a plus kick. Yeah. yeah. And so Stoops is like, yeah, man, that's yeah. I want to compete with them too, but also look at their roster and they're buying players. That's what happens in college football. Now I would just encourage you if you're mad, Funnel that anger into payments to our collective. He even said pony up. Yeah. Pony up. Yeah. 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 I think because, he's right. you know, before NIL, Kentucky was beating the shit out of Georgia on the regular. <laughs> NIL's what screwed Stoops. What's his record against Georgia? It's like 10 and three. He's just this... lost the last three. It's nuts. <laughs> I would say that, you know, it's funny too, because that's a nice way of saying Georgia's better at every single position yeah. um, than we are. And what do you want me to do? You know, yeah. I mean, I I can't get I can't get better players than them right now. And he is begging the people to give to the collective. I just like that it's out in the open. He's not knocking. By the way, he's not even. Yeah. He, yeah, he's not knocking Kirby. Well, he's, the great thing the great thing about this whole thing was compared to a year ago when we had the Saban Jimbo Fisher brouhaha, oh, yeah. yeah. where Saban now said Jimbo's buying players and Jimbo called an emergency press conference and lost his mind. This was like they asked uh, uh, Kirby about it at his press conference the next yeah, he was day, problem. and he was like, "Yeah, man, I, Mark just wants his people to pay more money to their collective." He I got mean, it. Yeah, and he even admitted they had a pre pregame conversation about it. Yeah. But do you yeah. think behind the scenes, Kirby's like, so he he can't just admit that I'm a good coach and a really good recruiter? No, man, I don't he think. Well, care. come on, I don't. Man, I he bet does. he he's uses won, his he's won two national titles. I know, I, I know, think. I know. Yeah, he's you're right. He probably titles. does. He, but he probably. He he had a reaction not for public consumption. Maybe it maybe was more like, oh yeah, because before that y'all were killing us. It's like maybe, uh, Coach maybe. K needed val- Coach K needed validation from Clemson's basketball coach. Yeah, I, I mean, when I mean, Georgia basketball loses to Calipari this year, I don't know who the Georgia coach is anymore. It's hard to keep track. I pray he does this, Mike White. I pray he does this. If they even have a Georgia basketball coaches show, I pray that he does the same thing. By the way, he should. Did. He'd be right. I know he would. It would be awesome. <laughs> Although they're all right. I saw somebody make this point on Twitter, which I I give a little bit of credence to. 
it's also like, man, what do you want from these people, these fans? Like you're charging them a fortune, go to the games. You're charging them a fortune to get, to get licenses, to get boosters. You're charging. And now, yeah. And you guys all have to pony up so I can get better players so I can make $10 million a year. Well, so that I, part I, of it's a little. Yeah, I get it's a good yeah, point. I get that you're not necessarily empathetic with him, but I do think that we've seen the way the landscape has shifted, and that's, that's why reality. fans are confused. Yeah. I mean, fans are like, "Well, wait a minute! I was given to boosters for years. I was this level of a you know whatever, and and I thought I was doing my part, and now coaches are going, yeah, don't do that. Give it over here so they can pay these players to come yeah. here. So it's tough for fans right now. Ben, what's up? Hey, let's keep it in the SEC with a little Jimbo Fisher action. Yes. Uh, so he's talking about clock mismanagement issues for Texas A&M, but then he remembers that Alabama also messed up too, so he makes sure that you didn't forget that. <laughs> oh, good. Here we go. Classic. I want to make sure if I take the time out here, probably a six-second difference overall, but we're still going to get the ball back. If we, get, if we stop them with two and get the kick, there should be about a minute, 15, 10 to 20 left on the clock if it goes like it should have, and we would have it with no timeouts. Otherwise, Big, can we, we pause it? Can we pause 20, it? 22. But I wanted to make I, I think people need to know the context because I looked it up because a lot of people weren't watching this game because if they're watching this, they might be Florida State fans, and Florida State was playing at the same time. There's a minute 30 left. A&M's got the ball at the Alabama three-yard line, down by nine. And he kicks the field goal because which they're going to need it. But he didn't just fine. kick the field goal. No, he no, that's fine. He did kick the field goal. That's fine. You're going to need nine points anyway. He called a timeout, Jeff, before he kicked the field goal. Not what? What would it? Because I think the clock was running down. Well, it's, it, look, man, it's Jimbo Fisher. Of course, it, the clock was running. It down. It was a twenty-yard field goal. So take the delay, and then kick a twenty-five-yard field goal, and then you still have three timeouts when they get the ball back. Of course. Why would you burn a timeout to kick a field goal? His his explanation was, well, I think you'll hear, he made yeah, it. Okay, well, that, I just wanted people but, to know the yeah. context of this. In, his, in, case it, in case it doesn't show up, because he went on for five minutes. That's why oh, I okay. couldn't right. show the whole thing. But the, his explanation was he didn't want to like botch the field goal, rushing him out there to do it. And your point makes perfect sense. Yeah, man, just take the delay. Why do you yeah. need to call a timeout there? And the reason that's a problem is because there's only a minute and a half left, and now you're going to let Alabama run out the clock, and you only have two timeouts left. Anyway, we can continue. Make sure we secured the field goal. So I took the time out there to make sure we got lined up, got the unbalanced because we just had one blocked, and make sure we got the call. So we have we have sheets that know when guys can take a knee. Actually, when they got the first down, they they screwed up. If they, all they had to do was take a knee, yep. They threw the ball and, and threw a play and then ran the ball. If they take a knee on first down, they never have to run another play. I mean, the game would have been over with once they got the first down with a minute thirty or a minute forty. So why are y'all questioning why me? Hurry up and threw the ball, and they got and got the clock stopped, which saved us from at least having a chance at the end to have one play left. All they had to do was take a knee and end the game. So uh, I don't know why they did that, but it gives us a chance. <laughs> and, so. and while we're thinking about it, fellas, do you remember second and seven in the second <laughs> quarter? Yeah. I don't know what in the hell Nick is doing. We were prepared for that screen. God, Alabama's poorly coached. Nick's lost it. Nick's lost it. I want to claim he's the greatest. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. He barely beat us. It's like you, your, your, your mom or dad comes home. They're like, you didn't take out the trash. Well, Lisa didn't do the dishes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, no. The kid down the street didn't take out the trash either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His parents aren't getting on him. Just because he, you know, or he took it out late. He they, got it out there, but it was three hours late. Yeah, he did it though. Have you I, ever seen? Have we ever seen a coach like 
deflect to the other coaches' poor Repeatedly. time management? It's Georgia great. Tech's coach didn't even do it, and they <laughs> yeah. and it's the, he was a bit of factor of the all time uh, clock management snafu. But that's crazy that Saban did it too. Apparently, what's going on with these coaches? They don't have the guy, the the disaster guy in the booth. I'm telling you, that's we've got a job. Can we? Is there any way, Ben, we could go back to cut it back? to where he just starts talking about the field goal. I know I'm trying to make you produce on the spot, but just because we dealt with it for 10 years, and we don't have to do Jimbo every week, but it's such gibberish. It is such outlandish gibberish that doesn't even make sense. Trying to control the field goal, Corey. Well, what does that mean? Because we got one blocked earlier? You had to take a timeout because it was sure unbalanced. I secure the field goal. Here it is, right here. Should have, and we would have it with no timeouts. Otherwise, we may have it with a minute 20, 22. But I wanted to make sure we secured the field goal, so I took the timeout there to make sure we got lined up, got the unbalance because we just had one blocked, and make sure we got the call. Hey, so, so quick. We have a, we this was – he knew that he was going to be asked this question, so he quickly referenced the fact that they had had one blocked right. as if to justify why you would use a timeout. We can't afford to have this one blocked, guys. Well, yeah. You, Corey, what? it doesn't matter. It doesn't, okay, you're right. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, it, thanks, thanks Jimbo. Because a kick's never been blocked out of a timeout. It <laughs> no, just, I mean, you you have a team. Gibberish. It's okay, gibberish. You're right. It. You're trying can to make we, some gibberish. Can we talk about some artesian water? Let's talk about some artesian water and artesianwater.com. And in fact, let's see a big old artesian water display right here while Ira tells you more about artesian water because they're awesome. They're sponsors. And who doesn't need water? Mm. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's awesome. This is really excited about this uh, new partner with the with the show, Artesia Water Company. It's also the website is artesianwater.com. They are locally sourced and managed, which is awesome because you're getting better prices Great customer service. There you go. It com- comes from art- it's an artesian water source actually here in the Panhandle. So they do a tremendous job of you're getting fresh, clean, beautiful water. And the odds are, guys, you probably already had it before if you live in Tallahassee because they service a lot of clients at FSU and the Capitol mm-hmm. and around the city. So well, you probably we already it. you probably already had it and didn't realize it, but it's the best water you can get. Uh, most of their customers get it in. Uh, they do home delivery, so a lot of people get the five gallon jugs at home. They just come once a month see what you have empty, refill it, or excuse me, replace it and take away the empties. Uh, if you go to their website, artesiawater.com, they'll offer you a, you can take a request, a free quote. They also are active on Facebook and Instagram at Artesia Water. And uh, they're FSU fans. So they're locally operated. They have an office here in Tallahassee. And uh, the, the I guess the water plant, the, the water source is in Bonifay, Florida. So it's real close by. So really appreciate them. And, uh, and we hope you guys will support them. Ira, Corey asked me a question before the show, and I'll just echo his concerns. When does our water get delivered? Uh, is that happening? I'm going to talk to you after the show about getting okay, it set up. Right. Well, nice. nice. We're going to have some artesian water at the house. I'm tired of tap water. There and I've go. literally been drinking tap water for Let's a long go. story. I can't explain. I'm, but. I'm trying to figure what episode you're going to ask me, how, what does artesian water mean? Like, the, what does artesian water sell? Because it's a little bit, it's spring Third. water. Third it's a different, okay, okay I'll, all right. I'll explain that to well, you. We've got several episodes to go before that happens. In the website, real quick, just on, it's on here, but people watch, listen to the podcast. It's Artesia with a Z, A-R-T-E-Z-I-A, water.com. Ben, next up, let's ride. What do we got? Hey, we're going to keep it in the SEC with Billy Napier. Uh, he's trying to get his team sleeping well before they take on South Carolina. i got to give a shout-out to Gville Knoll on the Tribal Council for right. this one. Uh, let's see what Billy has to say about getting some good rest. Tweaks, if any, have you guys made in your 
process of going on the road. Yeah. And you mentioned slow starts. Do you have some data you 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 have that on starts on the road versus maybe at home? Yeah. No, I think. Um, you know, we're going to try to get to Columbia a little bit earlier this week. We've, we're tweaking our schedule on Thursday. Um, you know, we're going to put a huge emphasis on sleep Wednesday night and then, mm. Uh, mm. you know, things that – just little things. I mean, I think we're going to arrive to the stadium a little earlier. All these things are uh -oh. typical quality control, you know, that we do. Um, and I think ultimately – there's a pulse from the players that you got to take into account, right? So um, most of it's mental, you know. Um, I do think that, you know, I just met with the accountability group at 11 and we talked about mentally being prepared, physically being prepared, but also emotionally being prepared. You know, you oh. got to anticipate and visualize what it's going to be like, that it will be challenging. There'll be ups and downs in the game. He's a little bit more like Dave Aranda than we realize. If he yeah. if he doesn't stop tapping on his podium, I I'm gonna, all right. I'm gonna, you pointed it out two weeks ago, and now I'm pissed every time he's standing there. Just stop. he won't stop <laughs> over and over and over again. I'm my, my man. And it's, also, uh, he can't stop talking about the damn leadership and accountability yeah. group. The that accountability he, group, whatever the hell that is. I mean, it. Good God, man! Just tackle someone. He's, Can you get your emotions up enough to tackle somebody on the road? He, that's what it, to Jeff's point, like the Aranda thing was just like I talked to them and I said, guys, listen, <laughs> everything's not going to go great in the game. Mm. It's just I'm getting so, tired of him really quickly, guys. I'm done with him. Imagine I, if you were a Florida fan. And I'm, but I'll tell you something else. It's always that reporter and him that are going back and forth. They got an <laughs> adversarial thing going on. Like that guy's holding him accountable. I'll give him credit. But this is damn it, man. This is getting old. Everybody else in that room must be like, good God. Well, and also what I don't understand, and this is, I guess, how my brain works. He talks about he wants to give it up to South Carolina a day earlier, so Thursday. But then he says they're going to monitor their sleep on Wednesday. Night, Wednesday, yeah. When they're all back at their dorms or their apartments, right? Yeah. So what are they going to do? Do they have uh, nanny cams? No, they've to dude, watch them sleep. Dude, they've been doing. A lot of teams do this. They actually have them wear these monitors at night so they can tell. The player, how much you actually oh, slept, God, man. and how much? Yeah, it's. Doesn't it's, you have? Can an Apple Watch do that? <laughs> also, is that what they're wearing? Is a bunch also, of Apple Watches? Just, just stop it. I mean, we're gonna. <laughs> couldn't put you put that in... watch on a baby, like a or a little child that's sleeping, and just wrap the watch, whatever monitor is around them, and then go out and party? Like oh, the no. whole, like just go play football, man. Go win football games. You don't have to monitor sleep or get get better on players. Wednesday. On Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday for a yeah. Saturday game. Yeah. We're going to put, quote unquote, we're going to put a big emphasis on sleep. Man, that kid's putting a big emphasis on having sex. Yeah, our, our, you know, our studying, what, our studying. That's what there's, that there's multiple doing. things there's, they could be doing. Some some equipment manager texts him. He's like, "Hey, man, you're supposed to be sleeping. It's not. Why is your pulse 160? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing yeah. right now? You don't, you don't want to know. I hey, keep going up and down so it, much. It, what are you it, doing? It, let's save us. Save us by moving forward here, please. Hey, did someone mention Dave Aranda? Uh, oh yeah. Taylor. Yes. Thirty-nine, fourteen, lost to Texas Tech. Here's Dave the one, in the post-game press conference. The one this is game, a random speak. The one-game winning streak got snapped. Oh, damn it! What do you make of those first two fourth-down attempts on offense? Because they just didn't really seem like they had much of a chance. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, <laughs> I, I, Turn them up. I agree. I see. I see the 
Yeah, I can't hear that at all. Davis. Sorry, guys. I'll get that one fixed. We'll go to another one. Uh, for I do. I do. He did get. Yeah, I appreciate the question. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> you heard that for sure. Uh, let's go to Lincoln Riley defending his defensive coordinator. Now, I got some stats here. USC is 109th in the nation in total defense, 76th in scoring defense. It's they gave up 43 to Arizona last week, barely squeaked by the Wildcats. Here's Lincoln Riley defending his defensive coordinator. Getting from the from the areas that we got to continue to make improvement, and there's certainly are some, but this is a much improved unit. There, there's no question about it. And this is a unit, I think, when you talk about the top end potential, has a chance to really grow and get better fast, given some of the youth, some of the new uh, people, some of the uh, quality depth that we have, some of the injuries that we've had that have prevented guys from being able to continually get snaps. But there's a there's a lot of good things happening on this defense, man. Like you what? don't sit there and do what we're doing in TFLs, do what we're doing in sacks. Like there's there's so many great things. And but but here's the deal: everybody in the media had their mind made up. All right, now I won't generalize. A lot of people in the media had their mind made up that the first second there was any adversity this year, they oh my God, you know, should have done this and they should have made this change and blah blah blah. And it's and it's not true. Like listen, you're gonna go through the whole year you're going to have a tough game. Like, you're going to have a tough quarter. Do you respond, right? Do you show continued growth? And that's going to continue to be written throughout the entire year. But there's a lot of great things happening here. And we'll own the, we'll own the things that need to get better. But people need to, to make sure they're seeing the other side of it as well. And that's that's what we've been trying to say for a long time. And I think you both myself and, and I, Caleb and some other players, I think, are we're venting a little bit of frustration with that, to be completely honest. So uh, I like the job we're doing there. I think we're, we're set up to play really well the second half of the season, and I can promise you inside these walls, there is no expectation other than to play high level uh, here in the second half of this year. So just to, just to clarify real quick, so they've played six games, and the only times they've held anybody other under 28 points were Stanford and Nevada. Every other game was 28 or more. In the last two games, they've given up 41 in each game. So, so – he did the old straw man there. He presented the argument that what nobody else made and then defended against the argument right. that nobody yeah. was making. So here's the thing, my man, empirically, that's not true. Your defense sucks. Yeah. That, that, that's we, that you can point to any number. I've looked, I know Corey's big on femoral. Let's look at it. You right. can look at all the numbers, buddy. There's nothing that stands out. That's good about USC's defense. No, it, it, and he you doesn't can make care, any though. argument. You can make some kind of argument, but you can't just say, no, you guys are all wrong, that everything's great. Well, yeah, and nobody said, like, he made it sound like they only bring this up because they've right. now faced adversity. No, no, no. They're specifically bringing up the fact that the reason you're facing adversity is you can't get off the damn field on defense. Yeah, and they, you know, they they gave up. It could be, it should be pointed out, they gave up 41 last week, but it was in double overtime. But it was also to a backup quarterback. And also uh, these days they do two point conversions. It's not like seven is scored every yeah, time. You're right. So it uh you know, they gave up thirty something points to a backup quarterback, um, including a game tying drive with two minutes to go. There was a there was a meltdown at the end of the game for USC too. They still they got him to overtime. But either way, it just every time he talks about defense, it's like me talking about cold play, man. It's like I don't really care about cold play. I'll, I'll, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool if they, if they're in town, if they're playing down the street, maybe I'll go see them. If somebody gives me a ticket, Lincoln Riley is like that about it's, it'd be cool if we had a good defense. It'd be cool. Like it's all right, but yeah. I, I don't care at all about that side of the ball at he's all. Like, 
Guys, they're still putting 11 guys out there. That's good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Occasionally, there's a tackle for loss. Yep. Oh, we get a sack, and they pick we up a second and 15. Before. Yeah, we we've intercepted we've the ball. Teams have punted. Yeah. Teams have punted to us, guys. So quit bringing up how bad our defense is. And even if it is, what do I care? I'm Lincoln Riley. <laughs> you, could, you could ask Lincoln if you were a reporter, is it true you've never fielded a good defense anywhere you've ever been? Yeah. Is it always the same guy, too? Is it the Grinch guy? Does he Did he bring him from Oklahoma, or is he a new one? I don't know sure. who brought the USD, sure. but it's not working. I no, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Clearly. It's not working. Ben. Hey, we're going to try Dave Veranda again. Sorry about that, guys. I know the nation has been waiting to hear what Dave has to say, so yeah. let's see if we can hear him this time. All right. How did you make this first two fourth down attempts on offense? Because it just didn't really seem like they had much of a chance. Yeah, it's just not working. I appreciate that, and I agree is all we needed to hear, which what? is what I heard, and I do like that. Yeah, it's unfortunate we can't hear him because it is a classic. It's a classic Dave Aranda because he actually sent this one to Ben because he, he, the guy asked him, he's like, he goes, some of those fourth down plays didn't didn't work really well. Did you have any like thoughts about that? And he's like, yeah, I see what you're saying because. Uh, uh, you know, when you look at those plays, like there's already a defender in the space we're trying to go to. <laughs> and then when the quarterback throws the ball, there's a hand in his face. So yeah. he can't really see. And so I understand why you would say that maybe we should call different plays. And, uh, you yeah. know, we'll, we'll think about that. Appreciate I mean, basically, it, that's literally it. I appreciate it. All right. It. Well, good. 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 Dave, Dave the classic, it was fourth and three, and we only got two. So I see yeah. your point. I see what you're saying. I see your point. You only get two when you need three. That's not working. That's not going to work. Good old Dave. But he did get the I appreciate that. Yes. Oh, they all get it. They're appreciated. There's not a more appreciated press corps in America. James Franklin doesn't give a damn about you, but he doesn't appreciate you. You're a Martian. Yeah, he loves that. That would have been awesome if Franklin, uh, if if Aranda got a question. Aranda Aranda should call Franklin this week and be like, I didn't really like the way you talked to that reporter. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate how you talked to him. Take a step back and look yourself in the mirror. Yeah. That yeah, guy's doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. He I took mean, the time to to think of a question. You can appreciate it. Yeah, you're undefeated. You, your yeah. team is good, but still, I don't appreciate how you handle these guys. Yeah, yeah I don't appreciate that at all. Ben? Guys, we got two more. We'll keep it in Texas real quick uh, with Jeff Trailer at UTSA. I think he might have a little reporter beef, too. Oh, here we go. Uh, you mentioned yeah. a little bit earlier about the penalties, I believe, but there was two um, celebration calls against you guys. And obviously, I don't think that's something we've seen with this team during your tenure. Is it like being enforced differently or is there something that led to that being uh, called out in this game? Uh, the AAC officials let me know uh, after the penalties that this is going to be a point of emphasis this week. Uh, I found out after the penalties were called. And then uh, this is kind of a random side note, but but they showed Robert Henry on the sideline at times in this game, and he had the gold grills in on his teeth. I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on that. Never seen it, never heard of it. Appreciate you letting me know. (laughs) (laughs) That was a different kind of Dave Aranda. Because I don't think he appreciated it at all. You don't? No, I got the the idea. What did idea, buddy? Don't think you appreciated that at all. Yikes. Dude, I, hey, you know how Franklin was uncomfortable? My skin was beginning to curl. Was yeah. That question, Corey. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, Where are you going, buddy? Here's the thing is that I don't know how many people cover UTSA. I imagine it's probably that guy. If you, if you watch Jeff Trailer's press conferences, and I've watched a few, it's a lot of him and that guy. Yeah. So – 
those questions by themselves were pretty innocuous. They weren't, you know, he was asking about a penalty and then he asked about, he asked about a celebration thing, but I mean, it wasn't like, Hey, get a hold of your sidelines. But so I think people watching that might be like, man, he was kind of short with that kid. And he does sound like a kid, by the way, uh, especially well, everybody's a kid does. Everybody kid does. Yeah. yeah but uh, I think it has to, it's, it, it's eight weeks of built up questions from the same person that no you're question. just tired of it. You no, just well, get so tired. Yeah. Of it. If you watch the press conference, I mean, there's a lot of this in that one press conference. There's a lot of just, you know, I mean, the kid, the, here's the thing, the kid, the young guy, the reporter is, he's just, man, he's, he's asking a million questions. Cause he's the, only, there's like two, maybe two other people that ever asked questions. So he's asking a million questions. So I think he probably goes there with a list of like 40 things he wants to ask. Cause he's got to write for up throughout the week for throughout yeah. the week. So I'm sure like, it, yeah, the, the relationship's not great there, but asking, also- but if you already don't have a great relationship, you can't be asking about the kids that maybe have a grill on the sideline. By, by the way, there's no reason ever to ask about the gold. Te- there is- isn't, there what isn't, but doing? maybe what are you doing? Maybe there's a scenario where you have a great relationship with the coach and maybe that I'm saying, oh, see, yeah. I took it as like, it's like a, it's like a turnover chain thing. Like no, if you do something no, well, you put no, it in your mouth. No. This kid You're has a grill a kid wearing a grill. Oh, that's idiotic. I thought it was like, hey, after they make a big play, they put it yeah. in their mouth. So they, and they swap it? Every, everybody swaps the gold? Corey, you know I don't know around. how it works, Ira. This is what I like about this, Corey. That shows what a good heart you are because uh, you didn't see the inherent racism in the question. <laughs> I, well, that's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. Why would the coach care? It's a little curious, isn't it, yeah. Corey? Okay, that's, that makes might, sense. Might explain the response. That's why I yes. winced. Okay, I got Next it. Next Okay. Hey, we're going to end it on a mild note. Uh, this is Wyoming coach Craig Bowl. Oh, he's been on the program before. He's just an old school football guy. He doesn't really say anything crazy. I just, uh, I just wanted to give him a little shout out. They're five and one. Uh, and they Good just football team, yeah. Undefeated Fresno State as well. So uh, last time he was talking about punters and beer, he's and talking about how he's probably never been on the internet in his life. There was some rumbling from other people, or, or maybe outside of mm-hmm. your staff, about. Why you stayed with him through mm-hmm. some of those games? Yeah. So you well, you know, we watch practice, yeah. uh, and I and I always Good. think, you know, the number one person out there, everybody always wants is the backup quarterback until all of a sudden he's the quarterback, and then they don't want that guy. You know, Tracy, through the years, I I, I have no interest in social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go, we go by what we look at. Coach Polisek and I spend a great deal of time going through that. Fullbacks and beer. And, uh, yeah, it's a shocker that he's not big on social media. Not big. I would have thought he had a TikTok account. Um, (laughs) He looks like a big TikToker. He's, I think, my favorite coach in the country. He's awesome. He's freaking awesome every time. And, by the way, the answer to the original question, you know, we watch practice, is fantastic. It is. Everything about it is fantastic. The way he speaks, the backdrop with the cowboy draw, Wyoming lotto, it's all perfect. And I bet he's the, – the people that cover Wyoming football, I would imagine, that live in Laramie, love it. They've been doing it for years. He must have a really good relationship, I think, with those people, I would think. Yeah. And it's Wyoming football, so there are, the expectations aren't too high. But it's its own thing. They're a good team. Their only loss was to Texas, and they yeah. were 10-10 in the fourth quarter in that game. Things are going well for my man. I can't remember his name, but I, I, everything about their press conferences and the Wyoming draw. Uh, by the way, can we play it in Florida? 
Are, can we? Can you play the Wyoming lottery in Florida? Or do you have to be a Wyoming resident? I think you probably have to be a Wyoming resident. But I will tell you this, guys. I have a Wyoming flag, one of those car mm -hmm. flags. I have one because over the years I've taken a liking to Wyoming, very, very much because of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I will. I'm going to put it up next week in honor of him. Let's. Uh, that guy the, is my new favorite guy on Coach Peak. He's the but back. the great Good. thing. But the great thing about him is, man, he's in the perfect spot. Like I don't know yeah. that that guy is leading Clemson to the promised land. Well, maybe they're or, kind of backwoodsy. They how awesome down. would it be? Kind of. But what, like if, if Wyoming goes from Atlanta, Wyoming just got a huge win. Like they, they beat Fresno state. They yeah. stopped their uh, undefeated yeah. streak. And let's say Texas A&M is hiring someone this year. Oh. And we bring that guy from oh, Wyoming buddy. that just went 11 and one. It, it might work. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's too smart for A&M. He'd be like, this is, what is this? What, yeah. what is this place? What are we doing slapping our boots and our ass and do, dancing around here? By the way, another viral video going around yeah. about those crazy cheerleaders. And oh, I mean yeah. leaders. Like, I don't know what, yell leaders. Yell leaders. Yeah. Yell leaders. Holy moly. Also I know this videos is, of them holding things that are burning. In, well, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was them where it was them doing the cheers. They're smacking their cheers. And it's just, there's nothing cool. There's nothing this century yeah, about it. It all the, looks like something. Understated way of describing the fan base. There's nothing cool. No, nothing yeah. cool. There's if, uh, nothing cool. It's like the, thing, out of the way. One thing that is cool though is Dave Aranda and, and Ben. If you got chance in post production, maybe maybe just for the fans' enjoyment, maybe the end of this. You could, at the end. You could run it at the yeah, end, just so we can all very end. So hey, Ira, if he was able to do that, what would you say to him? Uh, I appreciate that. Oh, that's well done. And we'll end on that note for Ben and Corey and Ira. I'm Jeff. Thanks for watching Coach Speak. We can't wait. We'll do it again next week. And don't forget, get over there and get you some Artesia water, baby. Let's go. Artesiawater.com. Best sponsors in the world. What do you make of those first two fourth down attempts on offense? Because it just didn't really seem like they had much of a chance. Yeah, I agree. I see.